early days of the American frontier, people relied on steam engines to transport them through wild landscapes to spectacular new places. In this current era, we have something that allows for an even greater adventure, the search engine. So make sure you grab your ticket, because we're going on a first-class ride across the web. Hey, welcome back to What's Going On, the podcast that makes you wonder about things you've never wondered about. Oh, yeah. Uh, We got an interesting episode coming up for you guys. Today, we'll be going into the history of soap, which I guess during these times is definitely fitting, (laughs) as I hope everyone's been using a decent amount of soap lately. Fingers crossed. 20 seconds, uh, please. Yeah, yeah. It's very interesting, because I apparently did not know how soap actually worked. We'll get into that later, but I, I don't know. Reading more about it is definitely very interesting, <laughs> and now I see why the whole 20-second thing is a thing. Hmm. But I am curious to hear about that because I was not really reading too much about how it works, but what's all in it and kind of how it got started with the usage. So very interesting to see uh, how it actually became. When you wash your hands, I'm not trying to like shout us out or anything here, but do you <laughs> normally wash 20 seconds? No. Yeah, no, I was going to say. I, I definitely I feel do like not. I feel like it's. Uh, I feel like that's a decent amount of time, actually. It's really yeah, I know. All that long, but I mean, I kind of suds them up. Like I could probably do a better job, but like I feel like it gets coated. And <laughs> what do about you, you? Are, are you also wetting your hands before the soap, or do you just go into it dry? Uh, I think I wet my hands before. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have to like imitate it right now let's see turn it yeah, on yeah. Okay. take your computer yeah take i think go so. wash your hands <laughs> 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 fucking ridiculous i do you use bars of soap anymore like um, when's the last time you used an actual bar of soap so i don't know why i think it was on sale at some store or whatever like an eight pack of like bar soap for your body and I, and I literally was like, oh, I haven't used bar soap in fucking forever. Why don't we go ahead and just do that? And so I've been using that for a decent while, but I'm slowly transitioning back into liquid soap. Uh, hand-wise, though, I, like, never use bar soap anymore. I don't even – it's always it's always liquid now. Or foam, I feel like, is a really popular choice these days. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Which is weird because it foams up already. It just – it normally I, is in a liquid form, though, and then as you like push down, it like foams somehow. I'm curious as to how that happens. I haven't even thought about that until just now. No, neither have I. Now that you mentioned it, I'm very curious as well. <laughs> we haven't even gotten into the fucking history of it at all, and <laughs> we're already asking questions. <laughs> oh god. Well, I guess we I actually could need... start with uh, how it actually started. So in ancient Babylon. This time it wasn't actually just ancient Egypt. I feel like that's where we always go to. But ancient Babylon. They were close. They were close behind. I mean, same area. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Around 2800 BC, they apparently had the first signs of soap, which was made from boiled fats and ashes Mm. from wood burning, which I am very curious as to how they knew that that would like combine into a cleaning agent because to me like ashes and like animal like waste basically like from (laughs) butchering to me that doesn't say cleanly 
But I don't know. Everyone was just fucking throwing everything in a pot, burning it and seeing what came of it. I feel like at that time there was so much like also, I don't know about like witchcraft or other things like that. But there's definitely, I don't know. Everyone was just throwing a bunch of shit together and trying to figure out what's going to happen with it, in my opinion. See, I also saw that it was originally used, you know, mainly to clean textiles and other like clothing, but then also medicinally. I didn't uh, see also, too much on medicinally, but I'm very curious as to what that would be and how many people got some sort of messed up from that. <laughs> yeah, see, like, yeah, I, I read the same thing where they were using the soap mainly for the first thing I found was for actually cleaning, ironically, like pots and pans or like just normal like cooking ware, mm-hmm. which is funny that they like probably were using that cooking ware to create the thing that they were going to clean it with. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah then other textiles and other things i think i didn't see that it became a medicinal thing until it did get into egypt and it was used to like treat sores and like skin diseases Hmm. which i'm sure that early method i don't know why i was thinking whenever i think medicinal i think of like consuming it oh (laughs) which i was like i don't know how that would work no, no, I don't know. <laughs> Eat that fat, and I swear to God, your sores will clear up. <laughs> it's crazy how long it took a lot of others to get to using the soap, even for just other, like cl- like cleaning other things. Like here, it's talking about how uh, in ancient Greece, they didn't even like wash with soap or anything. They would just jump into some water, and they use like uh, rougher items like pumice stones, sand. Uh, blocks of clay and they would just like scrape the like grime and like nasty shit off of them and then would just like douse themselves in oil yeah i I saw that too i was like they use olive oil to clean themselves i'm like what (laughs) i know olive oil bath that's all I, i know they love uh you know their olive oil over there but but seriously like i feel like that would make me feel even more gross than when i went in i don't know Speaking of the the Greeks and Romans, I don't know if you found this, but if the item was like a pumice stone or something like that wasn't like strong enough to like scrape the crap off, they literally had metal like scrapers called strigils, strigils, strigils to remove any like other oil and grime. And this thing even said like, oh, where is it? It said ah god we just started i'm lost in the tabs it was like other other grime or like stones that were like buried in flesh and i was like oh my god how dirty are you that like pebbles and stuff is just sticking inside of your body that's disgusting i mean i guess without like modern soaps and stuff like that stuff would stick a lot easier and you probably i don't know you didn't have as much readily accessible clean water so that's a lot of grime though that's a lot of grime i it makes me wonder how frequently did they bathe probably not too often i mean maybe (laughs) do you think someone's like dude you smell really fucking bad you need you need a quick pumice scrape and a an aisle, olive oil dunk. <laughs> Here, let me let me treat you with this one. This one's on oh, me. Man. You, oh my god, you're too kind. You're too kind. <laughs> so apparently, early Romans washed their arms and legs every day, which were dirty from working, but only washed their bodies once every nine days. That's a bit. That's a bit long. That's a bit 
too much to wait, in my opinion. I could see every yeah. couple. But... I, d- I do like the idea of just, like, spot cleaning. You're like, well, this is the only dirty part. We'll just clean that and be <laughs> done with it. I could get behind that. Good enough. It's also funny. So in the Romans and uh, Greek times, they also like to use the original like soap that came from like the animal fat. It's for some reason had a like certain color to it when it was like uh, from beef fat and like ashes and all that. And men would actually apply that soap like product to their hair so that it would you know they'd be able to style it a little bit and it would actually like make their hair slightly red. I saw that. I was wondering, is that from the blood? I would assume so, because it's just beef fat, ashes, and water. So I couldn't imagine that would make your hair smell too good, too, putting that shit in there every single day, (laughs) looking good for the ladies, but smelling like the inside of a cow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What? Arabic chemists were the first ones to produce soaps that were made from vegetable oils, such as olive oils, aromic oils, or aromatic, such as thyme oil and lye. Starting at the beginning of the 7th century, soap started being produced in, oh man, I don't know how to say these cities, Nablus, Kufa, and Basra. And they put, they were made perfumed and colored. Some soaps, oh shit, it says some soaps were liquid back then too. I thought that came much later. Yeah, liquid sun solid and then had special soaps for shaving hmm. i've been thinking about getting into some fancier shaving gear honestly getting into some like nice little uh i feel like a lot of old like um barbers had like the little brush and like jar of crap that they would like uh brush onto like you know a, a client's um face i kind of want to get into that yeah and a nice straight you get razor. the straight razor and all yes that? sir <laughs> It's going to terrify me, but it'll look badass. Yeah. Looks like you are turning into Jason again. (laughs) Oh, yes, dude. (laughs) But yeah, I think just the soap influence started spreading throughout the area. And by 1200 AD, France, Italy, Svona uh, became soap making centers as well. Uh, but they were, it sounds like we were getting a little bit experimental because they were using a lot of it with goat fat and beech tree ashes and a bunch of olive oil still. Damn. It looks like they were fucking introducing it to all over the place for bathing, shaving, even getting into shampooing. I didn't even look at that. I was just looking at like body shit this whole time. There's also, um, I believe if we're going back to the very first soap, I think there's a specific plant that was also used that if you added water to it and like grinded it up, it like produced like a soapy texture. And yeah, yeah, okay. The soap wart plant, uh, if like mixed and agitated with water, it actually gave off like cleaning agents and was something that was actually used before soap was even made. Um, huh. And the craziest thing, I actually saw a guy on tiktok god it's always tiktok um but he's like this adventure guy who basically just like lives in the woods and he found some of that soap wart plant and literally just put water on it and just started like rubbing it between his fingers and within like 10 seconds his like whole hand was just like dripping in soap and i was like what the fuck it looks like a magic trick honestly it was super cool it's so is there specific ashes that are used to be able to make the soap or is it just any ash is good it looks like it's just about any ashes. I'm seeing that in the 13th century, soap making in Britain became so popular 
that there was actually uh, shortages of wood because they were like chopping down woodlands <laughs> to provide for that. And then they ran into a winter where they didn't have that much winter fuel because they were also using wood for that. <laughs> so it seems like you can use just about any wood ashes because I guess soap is made from a lye, which is just kind of like a basic, I, I, I don't exactly know, but like a basic solution. And so I guess the the ashes must be slightly basic, which kind of gives it the the property. I don't hmm. know. That's pretty interesting. You said 1813? 13th century. Oh, just kidding. For some reason, I heard 1813. I was like, we're jumping ahead here. We're shooting up. <laughs> it's funny that this was a practice, but it actually took a really long time for people to actually like get on board with washing yourself. Like, I feel like some cultures were definitely like down for it. I mean, we were talking about how they were washing themselves once out of every nine days or so. Mm-hmm. And what was that, Greece or Roman something? Rome and Rome. Rome, Rome. Yeah. But I mean, even up to like early American days, it took like, they, like even like early Americans are like, nah, I don't need to fucking wash myself. I'm good. Can you imagine how smelly it was? It must have been back then. Everyone just absolute rank. Yeah. I mean, apparently it sounds like uh, the process for making soap also wasn't that great smelling. For a while, <laughs> it was actually outlawed to make like soap from you know, like animal fat and stuff like that because it was depleting uh, the nation's tallow reserves, you know, t- type of like animal fat and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what and then it also it just smelled terrible. Well, they used that type of stuff for like candles and other stuff like that. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Because I know... Sure, that's probably a pretty important ingredient. Yeah. I know they used to make like candles out of like whale blubber and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't exactly know crazy. how that works. Well, I think there was I'd the like oil. See one of those. The oil ah. was from inside of the whale was used inside of like oil lamps, and then they had something that would like burn really slowly on the inside of it. It was some type of like I don't know, not like paper, but almost like a cotton or something. But I don't know how it wouldn't like burn right away. But it used like it was connected into like the little bulb of oil on the bottom, and then like the oil would like seep up through that, and then. And then burn. Hmm. Pretty cool, actually. We should get into candles and oil lamps and all that here in the near future. Can make, make a video for it. <laughs> Hell yeah. We'll make a video of our own soap. Make our own soap. I tried that before. No, we got to find that soap plant. Oh, oh, that sounds Do a magic cool. trick with it. Yes. <laughs> uh, another really important soap that came about... Uh, was the Aleppo soap. And that was one of the first uh, world-renowned soaps that really started spreading throughout like European countries. And it, it's crazy how much time they took to be able to create this soap. So once they... I'm trying to figure out what actually made it so well-known and what it was used for. Highly prized soap. Oh, it hasn't changed over time. It was olive oil, sweet bay oil, and water mixed with sodium hydroxide, heated and left to cool. Uh, the soap would be like cut into form, and then it would age in like a dark room for a minimum of seven months. 
and during that mm. time it would turn like when it was done cooking it would be green but by the end of the like eight months a good like chunk of that soap would be brown from the aging and probably oxidizing of the whatever ingredients that were in it and it was just a really really famous soap and was used almost as a beauty product for like old age it had some like natural like moisturizing inside of it and was just known as pretty much the god tier of soap for quite a long time it says that we kind of lost the tradition of using it but or like (laughs) i mean i don't know whose soap is sitting out for seven months but i'm sure there's probably some recipes sitting around yeah, I was curious about that. You said it was brown. I'm wondering. I feel like most homemade soaps I see are like brown too. Yeah, is that like brownish color? The picture of it does look like you know, like uh, some, if you go to like some type of like market, they've got all those like hand cut soaps. It almost yeah. looks exactly like that. So I'm sure the recipe for that is pretty damn similar. But I, I, I don't know. I could be full of shit. I don't know how you'd really make soap really look that much different but i really yeah, do I like the 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 look of it though of just that like hand cut bar soap and i've always mm-hmm. wanted to get it but with bar soap i feel like it goes by like really quickly and then each one of those like fancy ass bars like i don't know fucking nine dollars at like slice <laughs> or something like that yeah, fuck me yeah there's even that uh what's that place that's on state street they have a shit ton of that kind of stuff um, oh yeah that's the have, soap opera yeah oh yes yes yeah <laughs> literally all about soap that's actually a really yeah. cool store in madison shout out good old <laughs> madison wisconsin miss that shit but i mean if they were making soap back in 2800 bc you should be able to make some form of soap fucking a i've only done it one time i've only tried it one time and it used so much oil I don't know if it's the Castile oil method that I was like doing, but by the end of like cooking it, letting it sit for a couple days and blah, blah, blah. And this is also when I was in my like all natural kick. So I didn't want any of the like actual cleaning ingredients in it, like the lye and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, it just, I, I mean, it smelled really nice, uh, but I would like use it on my body and like it would just leave. I don't know how like, in Greece and like Roman times, they would fucking douse themselves in oil because that's what it would leave. It would leave like an oily texture on my body and it just, yeah. it grossed me out and I couldn't do it. I used it for a really long time. I used probably half the batch that I like made, but by the end I was just like, all right, that's, that's enough. And I fucking yeah. spent a decent amount on it, but just couldn't get it to work. Yeah. I don't know. It's very interesting. I'm still stuck on the they douse themselves in oil because I feel like most people bathe to get oil off of their skin, not yeah. to put it on their skin. <laughs> it's probably really healthy for it, though. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I'm not sure how healthy olive oil is to like rub in like pores and stuff like that, but I don't know if you ever have fucking dry skin. Out here in Colorado with all the like dry air, it probably is a good thing. Skin would probably look great. Probably just suck it all up right away. Like it fill up all my pores. <laughs> oh man but yeah speaking of castile soap uh it was a super famous european soap oh i think is this is the first time we're getting into the use liquid soap is that what this is it kind of looks like it or maybe it comes in different forms i'm not too sure if this is all different i'm can you have like liquid forms of these like original bars of soap uh i don't think so i saw that 
1865, William Shepard, Shepard? I don't know, patented a liquid version of soap. Hmm. So maybe um, not. Maybe after that then. Yeah. It looks like it It was kind of made in a similar way with like like oils as their, like uh, olive oils as their main ingredient. The first big brand of that is actually Palm Olive, which I think is very interesting. That's like still a brand around today, even though yeah. it started in 1898. There we go. Yeah. All right. So Castile soap. It sounds like it got its name because it was close. It was uh, a Spanish city that is close to like an abundance of olive oil, and that easy access uh, just allowed the city to create a bunch of it. Where like Aleppo soap used a fancy oil of laurel oil, and I don't know. Apparently, Castile soap uh, gave like a it was like pure white as it it like it like slowly turned white as it aged. Uh, which made it a popular hit within like Spanish royalty, and then royal houses of Europe. That's <laughs> why the fuck are all these things like aging so long and then changing colors? It's very. I wonder if there's things you could add to it. Oh yeah, yeah, there has to be things that add to it that would change the color as it aged over time. Yeah, some sort of dye, I would guess. I think that at that time though, it was just a bunch of like, yeah, just due I to mean, oxidizing. They didn't put and, that in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, now we're getting into liquid show soap with like William Shepard and all that and palm olive oil. God, I can't even say that. Uh <laughs> One thing that I wanted to bring up that I thought was pretty crazy was um back to my epidemiology class, the class that I hated but I did learn a decent amount. There was a I think he was a doctor, uh a Hungarian doctor named like Ignaz Samuelweiss or something like that. I'm sorry. This is a this is a long memory ago. Um, but he was. It was when soap is. I mean, starting to get really popular. Um, I mean, obviously it was already popular, but people were still pretty. Um, I mean, people are debating mass still today. So even if there's science, you know, it takes a lot of people to fucking back it up before people actually agree it's a good idea he (laughs) as a doctor was trying to explain why doctors in like surgical fields should wash their hands before surgery especially within uh women giving birth because they a, a big thing with like women giving birth back in the day is that like afterwards obviously because so much is like exposed to the outside world you know and there's you know there's things that can't happen during birth you know or there's i don't want to say it but you know there's tears and little things like that that could happen blah 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 big big opportunity for infection here and so he brought up the idea to like other surgeons and doctors who were giving birth and saying like hey like I think unwashed hands and like germs and stuff is what's killing all of these like women. And I believe he did a study and was like, look at like I I'm, I'm giving such better results than the rest of you. And all I'm doing is washing my hands. I think we should start like washing our hands. And I'm pretty sure for a long time in the medical profession, they're like, no, nah, he's a fucking moron. We don't need to wash our hands. I think he actually, didn't he actually go crazy and like die tragically? Or am I remembering that from someone else who was trying to do something very basic? I don't know. I feel like all doctors. Um, Ignaz, 
I-G-N-A-Z space Semmelweis, S-E-M-M-E-L. When I did I-G-N, that's all I needed. Okay, I figured Ignaz Samuelweis. I'm curious if that is true. Like, I wonder how, why you, you would have heard of it. Well, I mean, I also took a very similar class and okay, learned okay. about the same thing. <laughs> yeah, severe depression. Uh, Probably because none of his other doctors and peers were <laughs> agreeing with him when he was right. <laughs> he wrote a book in 1861 where he was just like, freaking out against those who critiqued him in a series of open letters i'm sure at the time that would been i'm still interested i kind of want to read those just him (laughs) fucking going off saying you're all a bunch of morons (laughs) oh dang he was really passionate about it calling his critics irresponsible murderers it kind of sounds like he's going a little bit crazy i mean he was right at the time oh go ahead Oh, no, no, it's all good. I feel like yeah, he was right, but at the time, I'm sure everyone was probably just like, dude, look at this guy just fucking babbling. But yeah, he actually, at the end of his life, to spoil it, he did get put into a mental institution, which what? he tried leaving, but then was severely beaten by the guards, secured oh in a, a straitjacket and put in like a, a small cell. Um, what? And then I guess because of his bad like treatment there he actually ended up dying from an infected wound which i think is oh. kind of funny <laughs> oh my, the guy yeah, telling everyone is. to wash your hands and be that's clean insane, dies from insane dude that's so i would be depressed if i was him you're so right about something and you know it would change the world if doctors literally just did this and instead you get put in a fucking psych ward beaten thrown into a cell and just like left alone until you get an infection that's oh my god damn well i feel bad for him yeah we always Um, come up with happy stories here i know i know history is a beautiful place well it looks like so it (laughs) i'm looking as he like a couple years after he wrote that book just basically telling everyone to fuck off for not (laughs) listening to him uh, apparently his behavior did start getting pretty erratic and he started drinking very heavily, started like leaving his friends and family alone. And, and a lot of times, uh, stayed with the company of prostitutes and even his wife started noticing, uh, changes in his sexual behavior. Is there like Mark, let's see, this is more stuff from just like where, who's, is this written down somewhere? Like why, <laughs> how do we know this? Um, I don't know. Yeah, but it seems like that type of behavior just became more and more dramatic. And then, oh shit, what? This says in the beginning of 1865 is when this started. And then in like later, like August or in the middle of uh, like July, he was put into that mental institute. They did not give him much time to fucking lose his mind. (laughs) Half a year half a year and they're like fuck it put him in the loony bin he's done <laughs> holy for. shit beat him dude holy yeah. shit he was wait 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 what he was put in the mental institute 1865 and then he died august 13th 1865 he was there for two weeks before dying well yeah i think he like got like some sort of wound when he got beat and then it got infected and stuff like that holy shit you know what it probably was it was probably some I think it says he had a wound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he probably got a cut in his right hand, 
And then it's probably when they put him in the straight jacket. I think it's the straight jacket and then like, you know, being like cut off from like sunlight and everything like that. Just kind of sitting there in a... Oh, it said they also douse him in cold water. Yeah, that's like the perfect fucking opportunity for infection. Dark, but like warm and wet. <laughs> they fucking murdered this guy. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. It's yeah, insane. In, in like a way to basically insult him too. Like I oh, still can't man. get over that he died from an infection. That's fucking crazy. That's kind of... A similar thing happened to my grandma on my dad's side when she was a little girl. I want to say she was only four or five and she fell off of a chair and broke her arm. So she like went to the doctors. They put a cast on. Arm was in the cast. I I couldn't tell you. Normal amount of time for an arm to heal. But then when they cut off the cast, apparently I think the cast was like too tight on her arm and she must have had a cut or something inside of it or something happened and there was like a bunch of gangrene and like they did more investigation they're like oh the infection's deep enough that we literally have to cut off your arm otherwise you're gonna die and they're like well there goes an arm so thankfully she (laughs) got that fucking found out before i mean i'd rather take an arm off than uh than than the whole life you know Mm -hmm. dude i still can't believe the death of that guy (laughs) oh my god is there i guess getting back to a little bit of the history of soap kind of going away to it we're jumping back a little bit but yeah i guess (laughs) in order for soap to become a little more popular so that that guy could preach about it nicholas leblanc pioneered Mm. a a process to make regular salt into you know uh alkaline material that is actually used to easily make soap so that kind of started making it more accessible to more people instead of like having to deal with boiling a bunch of like ashes and you know all this other stuff um (laughs) and then as that came out there's also uh the civil war not too too long afterwards and people had kind of tried to pledge or i mean tried to spread the idea of using soap to actually clean wounds and like have Mm. more cleanliness in general, especially when you're like fighting and, you know, battling with open wounds everywhere. I I definitely think that's a a good, good idea. And that kind of helped make it a little more popular, at least in the U S. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Uh, I'm also seeing here the Nicholas LeBlanc, uh, like another reason why soap took a little bit of time to become, like it just a widely used thing in the public was in like the 19th century like soap was actually extremely heavily taxed as mm-hmm. a luxury item in most countries and so when that tax was removed is when majority of people were like all right hey we can be cleanly too and <laughs> <laughs> then the rest of them got it yeah that's kind of going into a little bit of how like soap is specifically made i and at the beginning of it you were saying that it's interesting that you the the 22nd thing i think you said that it was interesting that it it makes sense we need to wash our hands for 20 seconds is there how does soap actually clean stuff oh shoot did i scroll away i had it uh no it's all good it's all good i get it babe drowning in them uh i don't even remember which tab it was in 
I know, I know. I always get like, I line them up and I'm like, okay, I've got an idea. We're going to go from here to from here, from here, from here, as if we were going to go in like an actual linear path. And then we start and we're like, all right, we're jumping away the fuck to current day, back to like before soap's made. Back to like <laughs> You're jumping all over from tab to tab. Oh, goodness. Okay. So I guess basically I had thought that soap was some sort of, I guess, disinfectant. Um mm-hmm. You know, to kind of clean your hands by killing any germs or anything like that. You know, I almost thought of it like, uh, what's it called? Hand sanitizer, you know, kills 99.9% of germs. But soap doesn't actually kill germs at all. It just bonds with them and bonds with the water so that then they can get washed off of your hands instead of actually killing them. So they're just like pushing it to the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They basically just the go over, like grab them, <laughs> and then grab onto the water too. And then they're like, Get all right, now we go. <laughs> Coming down with us, mates. <laughs> but, huh, but yeah, basically, really? it, it's, it's a soap is a way to kind of have water and oil combine because uh, normally, I don't know if you've ever combined yeah, them, to... I don't know, for like a dressing or anything like that, but. You know, they separate out. Yeah, um, yeah. But Mainly soap just... actually helps kind of keep them together, which then actually mm-hmm. helps to pull all of that off of your hands. Oh, it's actually really crazy. I did not um, I did not realize that either. And then hand sanitizer basically just murders everything in its path. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Which which is interesting that they say that the, the soap is actually more effective even though it doesn't actually kill anything, it's very interesting that like I want. I I would think that like just murdering everything would be better, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I'm thinking about this. Uh, but I, there was a topic about how like I don't know who the fuck I was talking about this with, but it's interesting to look at old medical things we used to do in the past. Like put leeches on people and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then nowadays you're just like, why the fuck would we ever do that? And then someone brought up to me, they're like, think about what's going to happen like a hundred years from now. Or we like look at what we're doing today and we're like, why would we ever do that? And just the like, just the like hand sanitizer, like kind of perspective uh, and like dealing with cancer, like chemo, Mm -hmm. just like putting in something that literally just like murders everything. I know it's obviously I'm like a lot more challenging than how I'm like putting it, but using the soap method of just like going in there, grabbing it, and leaving <laughs> kind of sounds kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> Are you suggesting we do that for cancer somehow? Yeah, I don't know. Somehow it grabs the cancer cells and you just shit it or piss it out. I mean, that seems ideal. If you yeah. can figure that out, I think you're gonna be a rich fan. Yes, sir. We're on it now. Bunch. Of, uh, I'm on to human trials. Uh, oh wow, that was quick. <laughs> I know. I you know. need to get to some of these other companies because they're taking a while to do all these trials. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> oh, ridiculous! Ridiculous. I'm also seeing here that the development of synthetic detergents in Germany gave another breakthrough in soap history basically by changing like the chemistry of soap and we were potentially trying to figure out a way to like put it in but it also ties into other types of like 
detergent that you'd see. It's like the next like kind of part of soap that's made. I don't, I'm trying to think of like what they changed in there. It basically just seems that like not everyone had available routes to creating like basically what we were talking about with taro like the fatty like type of soap and so they were trying to find like a just some type of like uh ingredient or like chemical that they could like put in there that would also create some type of like cleaning agent which looks like whatever tetra propylene is it looks like that's what they were looking for and that was put into a lot of like famous detergents such as like tide and other things that you would now commonly see that's something that goes into your like laundry or even um i think much later dish like dish like a i don't know what they're called packets pad dish pellets you know what i'm talking about uh, this little yeah, i don't know square I, shit I know you put what you're in talking your... about yeah 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 <laughs> dishwasher powders or fabric softeners how do the water is though is this i wonder if that soap and that kind of chemical stuff does the same thing as like soap where it like grabs onto the grime and just drains it because it kind of is like the same system as like washing your hands you yeah. know and just drop shit in there add water swish it around over time it like gets clean yeah uh one thing i thought was kind of interesting was one of the first companies to to make a national soap brand was Procter and Gamble, which is still a very big, you know, personal baby. products yep. today. But apparently, they were one of the first companies to advertise their soap on the radio, and they always um, paired that with some of the radio dramas there, and that's how they kind of got the name Soap Opera, is because of how much they were actually advertising. Uh, soap to housewives at the time during what? these broadcasts. That's so cool. <laughs> no way. That's actually really fucking cool. I like that a lot. God, it's so funny. Weird little tidbits like that of just history that like stuck that no one knows about. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, everyone knows of those like really cheesy dramas as a soap opera, but mm-hmm. I guess I never would have even thought. What does it have to do with soap? And it was just like the advertising and sponsorship of one of the first soap brands. So weird. Also, I thought you were going to mention this. I, I, I've got a little tidbit from Procter & Gamble. They introduced the Ivory Soap, which is the first perfumed toilet soap. Uh, and it came out of the B.J. Johnson Soap Company of Milwaukee. Shout out to Wisco once again. Didn't really think about it. Oh, those little like toilet uh circular tab things that you see in like a lot of public restrooms but that that technically is soap as well so i guess that made me think of the foaming hand soap to kind of drop oh yeah or jump ahead to modern days i know we had to get back to this question so i guess it's actually just liquid hand soap that's already diluted with liquid and infused with air to kind of make it foamy already wait wait can you repeat that one more time so it's 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 basically starts out as a liquid hand soap that's slightly diluted so it has water in it, you know, so it's a little mm-hmm. more viscous or no, less viscous. I always get yeah, confused okay. on which one it is. But uh <laughs> but then it's also infused with air which is from the dispensers that it it uses. It kind okay. of infuses air into what it. You, like, so it's basically it like air? shaking all like, of it up. 
Okay. I wonder if there's like a little swirly like piece inside of the like tube that like brings it up and then it like that's swirling around with the air like is what infuses the yeah i mean i don't think it needs much because there are ones where you can just like pump it or like even if you shake certain like soaps then they start to set up so i think it's kind Mm. of mainly the the liquid hand soap with already a bit of water in there so that once you agitate it in any way that's kind of when it starts foaming a bit okay Okay. I really like that tidbit. Back to laundry detergent. <laughs> I was curious as to how it actually worked, kind of like soap. And I was like, oh, is it like soap? And it's like, oh, detergent's not like soap at all, actually. Um, so what's actually doing the washing is the washing machine and the water. Like it uses water pressure to like loosen dirt from the clothing and then the stirring it around and like being suspended in water kind of breaks down the dirt slightly. And the detergent that's inside of that like water that we're putting in helps break up like water molecules so it's not as like thick and it helps actually like with the water molecules being more separated it helps like break down the dirt even more and then the dirt stays suspended kind of like at the top and then like gets washed out as the water is like drained a little interesting thing there that's another thing they're saying that like lye based soaps are too harsh for like washing machines why is it not Mm. too harsh for your body well i think it be because it leaves like a film behind you know like soap Mm. scum and all yeah yeah you're right you put that in a a washing machine you just gotta mess that thing up yeah it's interesting i'm reading how foaming hand soap is better for the (laughs) environment than regular hand soap how (laughs) why (laughs) because it's it's more diluted, so you actually don't use as much actual soap okay. when you're doing it. So, you know, you're not wasting as much. You're not uh, possibly clogging drains with, like, soap scum and all that. And yeah. then I guess because it already has some water in it, it, you know, foams up and get, covers your hands better. So apparently you use 15 to 20% less water when washing your hands. But if you're doing it for 20 seconds every time, that wouldn't yeah. be true. So I'm not sure. <laughs> they probably assume the majority of people are lazy like us and don't get yeah. the full 20 seconds in. <laughs> it's also interesting going off of like what we're talking about into like stain removers. Like I know Bridget's got a tied like pen that if there's oh, ever like the a stain on go. anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You literally can just like draw on your stain like a marker and then like over time it just like breaks that down and then you can just like wipe it off that's fucking crazy kind of sounds like it's doing the same thing but just like i don't know more breaking apart yeah yeah yeah. like like whatever like molecules are inside of like the the stain itself oh jesus it looks like (laughs) there's enzymes that are in the stain remove the removers that digest the proteins and fats in the stains from like food and shit that we eat that's fucking crazy (laughs) apparently according to uh i'm trying to see his what his authority is but some repairman who works with uh modern appliances says that uh, people use 10 to 15 times the amount of soap that they need uh, when washing dishes and clothes, I guess, because as modern machines have 
adapted to use less water, they also therefore need less soap because they're using it more efficiently. Hmm. We're getting efficient as shit. Yeah. Pretty soon we're not going to need water. <laughs> I mean, with the foaming soaps, I don't know. That's no, almost I'd... like a all-in-one type thing. Well, how much is there, like, what's the the ratio of soap that's needed? Do you think we, you think we can get to a point where it's, like, hardly any soap and just, it's just so much foam, it, for some, I don't fucking know how it works. Oh, I don't know. Man. I almost think it's going to get into, like, the enzymes, you know, just, like, basically train killer enzymes who just go in and get the stain, kill it, and get out. <laughs> Or it'll be something where like soap. I don't. Is there a different? I'm sure there is different strengths of soap. Like, yeah. could you put literally just like how? How is there a different strain of it? Like, if, well, a lot of it's like is it diluted. Just, yeah. yeah. So, so what if you just put a really concentrated like drop into water, and then and then if the rest of it was just water. Majority of it would be water, and just like hardly any like soap. But it's so concentrated that's all you need. That'd be really good for the environment. That's what we really need. There's yeah, got to be a limit. Yeah, but then people though. would use too much of it, though. Like if you only needed a drop, but I feel like most people wouldn't just use one drop. What if you fucking think... put a huge warning on it? Or what if you like? What if the company oh, like? Made when's it the last that, time you read like a warning? <laughs> well, okay, well that's it. okay. That's why I was trying to take it back to like the manufacturer. What if they just made it like that and then they fucking put it out? Maybe that's what they do already, and I don't even fucking know. I mean, it would make sense. But I don't. You really think that soap be more or less concentrated? I guess it would probably depend on the cleaning agent that's inside of whatever soap. Well, then it gets to back to is it soap or detergents? I know you were talking about that before. Yeah, very true. I think it depends on the process and what it's made out of. I'm sure also because it looks like when I looked up soap and stuff concentration like percentage. We were going back to like the lye solution that's put in there. I'm sure there's probably a limit to the lye. Like I know when dealing with it, you're supposed to wear like a shit ton of like gloves and like protective gear. I'm sure that like too much of the lye solution is probably really unhealthy to be rubbing all over your skin. I'm not sure they really got fucking behind the percentages and like strengths here. Yeah, apparently there's... A difference between concentrated detergent and high-efficiency detergent, which is good for me to know because I have a high-efficiency washer, and I'm like, what's the difference? But uh, (laughs) apparently, since the washing machines are using less water, they actually want uh, to produce less foam from the soap because that that takes more water to actually wash out of your clothes. So I guess okay. the high efficiency detergent just produces less suds Foams while still less, yeah. producing the the cleaning effect. Hmm. Does that mean that less soap or less? Yeah, I think so. I mean, air that's infused. <laughs> I have no idea, honestly. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're I, I feel like I'm gonna mess up my <laughs> my. Washing yeah. machine someday. <laughs> Try to get I'll let you know once I break it, it, and then someone comes to repair it and say, "Why were you doing this?" <laughs> All natural soap. And then how is there soap? But then there's also like face washing soap. How do you get into specifics? Is there other? I'm sure there's little ingredients. Ah, uh, I haven't thought of that, huh? In a long time, I have almost never used a face washing soap in my life. 
I've bought in some and then like used it multiple times and I'm like, oh, my like acne or like skin looks worse. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to stop using it. I mean, my acne was never like terrible, but it wasn't like the best. So I don't know. Face washing soaps. I wonder, yeah, there's got to be a different just like formula. gentler on your skin. I wonder why. Maybe less like of the cleaning agents. But I feel like there's more. I feel like there's more of the like... Uh, there's some what there's always an active ingredient that's like I fucking don't know what it's called, but it's like, oh fucking clean your pores out and shit. <laughs> I know a lot of them have little like beads and shit almost that's like used to exfoliate, which is pretty crazy. Why don't I think yeah, there are some body washes that do that. Cause I feel like getting rid of the dead skin is probably a good thing. But I mean, how much dead skin is really sitting there? You need to fucking scrape it off. I mean, shit, that's what the Romans are doing, all those pumice stones. and <laughs> bringing it back. Didn't even think about that. I guess I'm seeing what face wash does, but I'm not seeing why it does it. Apparently, it helps maintain the pH balance of your skin better than soap because regular soap is basic, as we said before, but our skin is naturally acidic. So I guess the, mm. the kind of mix of that helps basically in effect just dries out your skin and kind of damages it a little bit but i does that mean that face wash isn't soap no i don't know i feel like if anything that face face wash is always like i feel like that's a hard word to say face wash i don't know why face wash i know i feel like i've been fucking it up as well i don't know it keeps i keep seeing this thing that is called a cleanser and not like actual soap i don't know is it fucking soap is <laughs> is face wash soap <laughs> it's gotta be fucking soap i'm uncomfortable that i can't just get a yes or a i no. know I, apparently i'm reading most things uh today that we call soap are actually detergents but we just call them soaps so <laughs> good i don't i, I guess it's just a synthetic version of it, I guess. Yeah, so probably unhealthier. More chemicals than just natural products. I mean, do you want to be rubbing yourself with animal fat? <laughs> yes, dude. I need the fucking wood. goat. I want goat tallow and and cedar wood and water combined, and I want to rub that on my All over face. your hair and make it nice and yes, red. Yes, dude. Make it You'd nice look and good greasy. with red hair. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I've got some red hair already. When I'm in the sun a lot, they really start to shine out, but I don't fucking know. <laughs> Face wash is fucking creeping me out. I'm not liking it. Yeah, I, I'm not convinced on it still. Is I'm just going to literally type it in. Is face wash soap? <laughs> I keep getting like the pros and cons of it, but I can't find more yeah. about what face wash actually is. <laughs> just confirm. What is it? <laughs> Confirm with me, please. You're freaking me the fuck out. I literally typed, is face wash soap? And I'm not getting an answer. It's literally just like, why you shouldn't use men's bar soap on your face, you idiot. (laughs) How to choose a soap wash. How to choose a soap to wash your face. See that? The best soap for your face. I don't know. Why do we call it a wash? Face. Why don't we just call it face soap, body soap? One. I mean, I understand that we're washing away the germs oh maybe from the literal sense 
I don't know. And then there's fucking lotion. After you wash your body, then you gotta lotion it and shit. Otherwise, you get all dry and crusty. Lotions, I feel like, is a whole fucking different thing. Whole another ball game. There's so much know. shit that we put I on our like. I think I'm gonna say that it's not soap. I don't know. I see it referred to as liquid facial cleansers. Like I feel like that's the way of <laughs> saying like, hey, we can't legally call it soap. It's Yo. like when you're trying to imitate like an Oreo and it's like a cream sandwich or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they those call off it. brands. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> We just discovered a weird dark history of face washes. <laughs> a marketing scheme that they've tried to keep hidden for years. <laughs> but we'll get to the bottom of it. Yeah, Don't yeah you we'll worry. fucking figure it out. No, we're going to get fucking murdered by face washing experts. By big face wash. <laughs> by big fucking face wash brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You just wait. We're going to have two... Just like uh, Ignaz <laughs> was fucking, went we're gonna crazy like drown in face wash or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna fucking, I don't, <laughs> some crazy death <laughs> involving face wash. We'll we'll choke on a bar of soap or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Okay, I did, I just I was interested in lotion, and I took a look at it. We're, that's a whole fucking separate episode. Yeah, I just started looking at that and no, 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 no. Oh my god, there's so much. We're not gonna go into it. Fucking, I like the conspiracy that we just uncovered. Instead, that's a good ending point. <laughs> so we're gonna get someone to comment and be like, "Dude, fucking face washes soap, you morons." <laughs> That or we'll get someone who's also really into conspiracy theories and it's like, oh, oh yeah, big God. face washes out to get you. They're coming after he me too. Sends us an anonymous email. <laughs> we need to meet at this time at this park. <laughs> or we just get an intimidating email and it's signed by Big Face Wash. Big Face Wash. <laughs> Your podcast is no more. <laughs> you figured out what's going on. <laughs> oh. Dun, dun, that was dun. the whole point of the show. Holy shit. We just needed to release 10 episodes, get to the bottom of everything and uh and now we have and now we're uh, And now we know what's be, going on. Yeah, and we're going to be inducted into a secret soap service and uh we'll be cleansing America one body at a time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's a fucking solid wrap. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode, learned half a half a fact that you can bullshit in maybe some other conversation later. And <laughs> thank you, as always. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, conspiracies about Big Soap Brother, send us an email at what's going on the pod at gmail.com. One more time, that's what's going on the pod at gmail.com thank you are we done yet oh (laughs) we are all right (laughs) thanks for listening to what's going on if you have any questions that you want partially answered please write them in to what's going on the pod at gmail.com no spaces no apostrophes no excuses one more time that's what's going on the pod at gmail.com and we hope to hear from you soon rate and subscribe on any player of choice thank you